Welcome to Curiosity Ignited the Cat podcast. I am your host, Natalia Urban, and I'm a women's spiritual and energy set mentor fully committed to your expansion. My mission is to share with you all I have learned since becoming a full-time entrepreneur, moving to another country to start a new life and make my dreams come true. This podcast is for women who are ready to get fired up and propelled into the person you came here to be while building your soul-aligned business. We will dive into the entrepreneurial world of money and finances, travel, manifestation, relationships, empowerment, and energetics. Get ready to receive the tools that will guide your journey into becoming pure expansion. I hope that listening to the podcast will inspire you to take action and live a life designed by you. Thank you for being here and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in today. How is your day going? Let's start off with breathings as always. Take a deep breath with me. And exhale slowly, let it all go. So today's episode is one of my favorite topics to talk about. So get cozy because I think this is going to be a slightly longer episode than the rest of them. And today we will be talking about why positive affirmations do not work by themselves. And this is something I learned not only on my entrepreneurial journey, but also while dealing with body image issues and overall disempowerment before I even thought of becoming an entrepreneur. So this was even before pandemics. And this episode is perfect for literally all women, whether you are a new entrepreneur, an experienced one, if you're a student or a nine-to-five job professional. So welcome you all. And for starters, I am sure you are all familiar with the concept of positive affirmations. It has become quite mainstream in the spiritual, mystical world, especially in businesses that are directed to self-development, self-help, healing, and empowerment. And positive affirmations are based on the fact that our words have a certain vibration, right? A frequency. That words with a positive connotation tend to have a higher frequency. And you can feel it in your body, obviously, when someone tells you that they love you versus how do you feel when they say that they dislike you. You can feel the difference of the words vibrations in your body. So this practice of repeating positive affirmations to yourself on a daily basis for a certain amount of days, weeks, months is meant to shift your perception of yourself. And as a result, you will begin to think, feel and act differently according to the desired outcome you want to have with these affirmations. So that may be different for all of you, maybe loving yourself more, feeling more confident, more empowered, more decided, more abundant, etc. So during my personal journey, healing from a toxic relationship with my body, with nutrition, with uh, sports, healing from a very unstable 
and painful romantic relationship and dealing with a bunch of stuff that didn't make me happy about where I was working or maybe studying, how I related to some family members, etc. I began practicing positive affirmations every single day for months and months and months. And it was great at first. I felt like I could brush away my painful feelings with positive affirmations and they gave me the illusion that they were working because I felt happy and content at a certain level of my experience, a very superficial level. And you know, there's a saying in the spiritual community that healing from childhood trauma is like peeling an onion. You go through one layer and then comes the next layer and then a deeper one and then a deeper one and like this. And all of us have different layers depending on our personal experiences in childhood and throughout our life. So we all require different methods and time spans to heal and peel off layer by layer. So back to the story. I was just touching the first layer of my onion with positive affirmations because I was still getting triggered by family members. I was still looking at myself in the mirror and not feeling fully happy with what I saw. I was still in an angry and defensive mode with men. I felt incapable of buying airplane tickets to fly over to the other side of the world, even though it has been it had been my dream to live abroad for I don't know since I was a, a child, since I was in school. So the point is, why weren't these affirmations working for me? And it's because I didn't believe any of it. And if you don't believe them in your core, if you don't believe what you are saying to yourself is true and possible for you, you will still get triggered. And true healing for me happened or is happening still, of course, when I accept that Uh, all the bad things that I truly believed about myself and these quote-unquote bad thoughts about yourself or limiting beliefs of some as some people call them are not there because you're a bad person they are there because you were constantly repeated throughout your life that maybe you suck at math Uh, maybe that you would look nicer with a few kilos or pounds off that You need to work in a 9-to-5 job to receive stable income that spiritual mentors or healers who have a lot of money are evil or are lost in their path and all of this mindset. And I remember my best friends gifting me a Deepak Chopra book for my birthday and I loved it because I resonate a lot with some of his teachings. And I remember telling my dad and my stepmom about it And they said that they didn't like Deepak Chopra because he wasn't living coherently with his teachings because he had a lot of money and a big house. And I was like, what? So then I felt like because I wanted to become a spiritual healer and mentor for women, then I wasn't deserving of money or to charge my value because maybe then I would be judged by my own family. And I love them for that comment I appreciated so much now that I see it in perspective because I was very triggered by that comment. And I was triggered because 
some of what they said actually made sense to me and maybe I also believe that spiritual people uh, didn't deserve to aspire for money or to having nice things because they're supposed to live in a more humble way so if you are hearing this podcast hello <laughs> um i thank you for that because i also at, i think at that point was like a pivotal point of my journey that i got to write down every limiting belief that i had inherited not only from my dad and my mom and my stepmom which i met when i was very young but also my grandparents and maybe from stories of my great-grandparents that I have been told. So it was a beautiful opportunity to see myself and to start shifting, doing the work on my own limiting beliefs. And now, thanks to that, I think about work and spiritual leadership and mentorship in a completely different way and money about a very different way maybe even they don't think that way anymore and that's fine that's great so family especially your caretakers in childhood transfer their own limiting beliefs and mindset about every aspect of life onto you and then as you grow up you encounter life differently and you build your own thoughts about money work relationships etc that don't align with that of your loved ones so your own experiences as a child also build your mindset and your energy set as i like to say it because i feel like your thoughts are directly associated of course with feelings so you don't have to change only the way how you think but also you're changing the frequency of your feelings about how you're feeling about the certain thing that you're thinking or that you're seeing so maybe that's a whole other podcast but the thing is you don't have to be verbally told something that you suck at repeatedly to begin believing it yourself also every non-verbal communication that happens in the stage every stare every look has a certain energy that you catch up on and every traumatic experience that you go through also ingrains certain beliefs about life and yourself in your mind and especially in your body and even more we also inherit trauma from our ancestors, so you might as well guess by now that all of your complexity as a human being cannot be addressed by saying a few positive affirmations in front of a mirror. Now, when do affirmations do work, in my experience, is when you stop running away from the uncomfortable and you take a moment to sit with your own shit and look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself, yes, today I feel like a failure. And this is exactly what happened to me a while ago when I decided to open up to receiving clients for hypnotherapy because I was scared to death. And throughout all of these years, I just kept repeating to myself that I'm okay, that I have the trainings that I and I have the feedback from 
others who I, I have practiced on, etc. But I didn't believe any of it. And I was binging on online courses to perfect my technique. I was self-sabotaging my way through social media. I was delaying and postponing all of my weekly goals out of fear and insecurity. And I remember I even cried my eyes out during a call with my business mentor and my business community after five months of mentorship. So true deep authentic healing comes from dealing with the uncomfortable, shady and yucky parts of you. The parts that haven't had the chance to heal because you were stuck in the first layer of your onion. And because, yes, it's painful to see yourself in the mirror and accept that you feel like a failure, like a hypocrite, like you will never fulfill your dreams, that the worst case scenario is just around the corner and you are aiming for it. So it's very easy for people to tell you, oh, you know, where you put your focus is where the universe will focus on. But when you haven't dealt with your own wounds, your deepest limiting beliefs and how you really feel about yourself, then the practice of focusing on the best case scenario becomes very blurry and confusing. So to get to actually believe all the positive affirmations you tell yourself and use them as reinforcement, you will have to go through the storm first. You actually need to go through the parts of you that you don't like and that scare you and that you don't want to see in order to let in the positive affirmations. And every time inner work is going to become easier because you know what it's like and you even get to love inner work and I feel like I enjoy it I I really do now because you know that on the other side of those painful thoughts and feelings there is such magical healing and it's like sense of accomplishment and pride that you transitioned from your own darkness into this beautiful new version of you that keeps getting better and better the more comfortable you get with your shadow and your darkness. And this is the so-called shadow work. Stepping into your darkness, your trauma, taking responsibility for your thoughts and your feelings and becoming the captain of your ship, taking the wheel and directing you towards whatever success means to you. And actually, my definition of success is this, finally being able to understand what it's like to look inside and dealing with it instead of ignoring it and feeling proud of the life that I'm building for myself. And this is where EFT tapping, hypnosis and journaling come along. So here are a few shadow work practical practices you can begin with now so get out a pen and paper or just listen i'll leave everything every link in the show notes so first i recommend eft tapping which stands for emotional freedom technique and tapping is like um acupuncture with your fingers it follows a certain structure and it begins with accepting what you are feeling now with no sugar coating just the raw feelings of you being able to accept love and forgive yourself even though you feel like shit basically 
And then you transition into what might be contributing to you feeling this way, family patterns, limiting beliefs, etc. And then you end up welcoming in the feeling that you wish to accomplish. And I tap almost every day on YouTube with Brad Yates and Gala Darling, depending on what I'm feeling. Don't worry, I'll leave their links here for you as well. Second method, hypnosis, which I love, of course. And hypnosis is a natural state of the human being of deep focus. It connects with your imagination, your creativity, memories of childhood, and so many magical things happen when you are in this relaxed, non-judgmental, non-critical state. And in hypnosis, your brain is in theta brainwaves, which is like a very deep meditation or a light sleep which allows your subconscious mind to not only access lost information to your conscious mind, but also receive new information. And this is the so-called subconscious reprogramming. It's all about releasing old belief systems and creating new ones, healing childhood trauma, and I could go on for ages with the benefits of hypnosis. And so you may use self-hypnosis through YouTube, or if you would like to dive in on a more personalized level, you may consider hiring a practitioner that helps you with your specific situation. If you feel like trying it out, you can shoot me a DM on my Instagram that is tagged in the show notes and we can see if we're a right fit. Okay, so third method, journaling very very powerful tool i learned to ask the deepest questions with my friend sofia nasar and talk in full honesty with myself through pen and paper and writing connects your body to your brain and to your emotions so this means very different than answering questions in your mind or even typing them out on your computer so i highly recommend you get a journal I can also link um, people who offer journal prompts for you to get started on that. Fourth method, meditation, of course. There's tons of guided meditations on YouTube. I love using the app called Insight Timer. It's free and it's great. Um, Natalia Benson also has a beautiful and soothing voice. I purchased a few of her meditations as well. And meditation is not about eliminating trains of thought or trying to not think of anything, which is kind of impossible. It's observing your thoughts and sensations with the ability to let go of the urge to engage with them. So try it out for a few minutes a day, especially when you don't feel like it. (laughs) That is the perfect time to meditate. And finally, fifth method, somatic work and breath work. This is all about releasing trauma out of your body and moving the energy through your body with dance, movement, breathing. And this is a must that... You can combine with all or some of the other methods I mentioned. And I love 
Sade Simone, Awaken Breathwork, Soma Breathwork, and I'll leave them in the show notes, of course, so you can check them out. So I decided to share this with you in this podcast that is meant for, you know, wannabe entrepreneurs or new entrepreneurs, because your business is your biggest mirror. What you go through when you are your own boss will bring up your deepest fears financial uncertainty, insecurity when it comes to showing up on social media, selling your services, fear of speaking to a camera, blocks on content creation, confusion with the handling of your own time and energy, having to learn new stuff that you have never heard of, like funnels and business registrations and CO2, uh, CO tools, etc. And you know what? I learned all of these tools five months ago and I had the templates and I had the strategies and I had everything. But when the time came to use them all to actually apply all of it and show myself online and show up to my clients, I broke down. Because it's never about the tools. It's about what you believe that is possible for you. So you need to see the shit feel it, stay with it for a while to understand where it comes from, use the tools that I offered you, and then begin the process of releasing and integrating these new belief systems. And I know that not everyone is willing to do the work just yet. Sometimes you need a little nudge from life, from the universe, to put you in situations in which inner work is the only way out and some people never do it and that's fine for them it's their journey you can't intervene with someone else's free will but I was pulled into this and I am grateful every day of my life for my business for the life I'm living now for the life I'm building now because it pushed me into deep inner work deep shadow work And here I am making slow and steady transitions and I hope you feel inspired to do the same, to be brave and to be bold and seek for support. You don't have to go through it all alone. There are so many great mentors and healers and therapists out there. Search for the right fit for you and your desires. So thank you and I hope to see you in the next episode. Ciao, ciao. If you loved this episode, I would appreciate it if you shared it with someone who might benefit from it. If you are on Instagram, I would love to connect with you at wise.soul.hypnosis. Can't wait to hear from you all. Please rate, leave a review and comment if you resonated with the show. I would gladly receive your ideas for the pod. I'm thrilled you chose to be part of this community and for allowing yourself to reach for the life you desire. Thank you. Until next time. Ciao, ciao.